Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode. Before we get into today's topic, I want to do something a little bit different. So it's Black History Month, and while it is the third week that you guys are hearing this in February, I am recording this on the 8th of February. So, you still gonna get some history, okay? So... Throughout this month, I've been challenging myself just to learn up on my history, to brush up on it. So as I am learning this, I'm going to share some fun facts with you guys. Okay, so the first black lawyer, his name was John Mercer Langston, and he became a lawyer when he passed the bar in Ohio in 1854. When he was elected to the post of town clerk for Brownham, Ohio in 1855, Langston became one of the first African Americans ever elected to public office in America. John Mercer Langston was also the great uncle of Langston Hughes, famed poet of the Harlem Renaissance. And for those who are unfamiliar with the Harlem Renaissance, it was the development of the Harlem neighborhood in New York City as a black cultural mecca in the early 20th century, lasting roughly from the 1910s through the mid-1930s. So the period was considered a golden age in African culture, manifesting in literature, music, stage, performance, and art. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but um, in the area that I am in, I stay in Maryland, the area that I am in, a lot of our history is being challenged because, you know, we have laws and bills being passed that kids do not have to learn about certain time periods in history that are vital to, you know, our ancestry. And I have always been a person to, you know, read up on things. I'm a bookworm. I love to read. I love knowledge. I love history. So I always brush up on that. But you know, a lot of people, they don't like to read. A lot of people stop reading after middle school, high school. They don't read anymore. But it is very, very important that we read up on our history, read about our roots, read about our ancestry, because we need to know, you know, where we came from. It's it's good to have that. It's good to have that spirit about where you came from. You know how we have school spirit, you know, and everybody goes all out, tailgate is just crazy. You should have that same spirit about your roots and where you came from, you know, so... That's why I'm pushing this, and that's why, you know, I just wanted to do something different this episode, give you guys a little bit of history, but also challenge you to just brush up on your own history so that you can share it with your kids. Don't leave it to the school system, okay? It is also up to you to raise your child up right, so make sure that you're drilling that knowledge into them, okay? All right, so let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is called special time. Yes, it is called special time. And I came upon this topic because I was writing in my prayer journal today. And as I was writing in my prayer journal, I was just giving God thanks. You know, when I'm up in the morning, I ask God to remove any distractions so that I can just be still, that I can just sit in front of him without anything blinding my judgment, Um, you know, impairing me from being able to learn from him in the way that I need to. So I was just writing my prayer journal. I'm just like, you know, God, I thank you for just my eternal time clock because no matter what, I can go to bed at 3 a.m. That same morning, I'll wake up at 7 a.m. because that's just a set time that I wake up. It doesn't matter how late I go to bed. I will always wake up between the hours of 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. Unless I'm really, really tired because I worked a double shift. My internal clock is set to wake me up between the hours of 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. And I was just giving God thanks, you know, for that because he wakes me up each morning and it gives me enough time to have that special time with him. And I literally wrote, thank you, God, for just waking me up and giving me the opportunity to set aside this special time to be with you. And when I finished in my prayer journal, I went on to my devotional. And when I got to my devotional, It was Isaiah chapter 42, 
in verse 9. This is when God declared new things over our life. And as I'm reading my devotional, there was a sentence that stood out to me. It said, set aside some special time to study his word. It literally said special time. The same thing that I said in my prayer journal. And I'm just like, okay, God. And it was, it's crazy because, you know, if I'm being real, sometimes I beat myself up too much. I feel like, you know, I'm not where I need to be. And I feel like God is disappointed in me a little bit. But this was confirmation that I am doing what I need to be doing. I am in the right spot. Like I am literally thanking God for set aside this special time and the devotional confirmed that special time is needed so that we can study his word. And I wanted to speak on that today because I just feel as though God was telling me to speak on special time, setting that alone time to be more intimate with him, to get to know him more. If you're an only child that you may not get this, but I have seven siblings. So it's important for an, a parent to spend alone time with the child. You know, if you have multiple siblings, you want to make sure that you're giving each child that undivided attention. And so what parents would do, what mine did was, you know, they took me out to eat. We had little dates, went to get our nails done. And we still do that till this day. But it's very important to have that alone time so that you have undivided attention and that you are able to see more of a person than what you would in group settings. You know, they're able to be more transparent with you. They're able to be more vulnerable with you, more revealing because it's just one-on-one. Matthew chapter 6 verse 6 tells us, When you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. It still goes back to that privacy, having that alone time, that intimacy. There's this pattern that I've seen in the Bible. When you are alone with God, you get assignment. When Moses went up to Mount Sinai, he was alone. God gave him an assignment. When David was on the run from Saul, he was alone. God gave him an assignment. When Elijah was in the cave, he was alone. God gave him an assignment. It is something about being alone that just allows God to give you such an assignment without the outside noise. God says, when I give this to you, I need your full attention. When I give this to you, I need to make sure that all of you... Is front and center. There's a reason why Matthew chapter 6 verse 6 says, When you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who was unseen. There are things that can only happen when you are by, by yourself. There are things that can only happen when you are alone. See, God can't do it with other people watching. God can't do it when there's everybody in the room. God can only do it when you're in the room because this is anointing is only for you and you only. This anointing is not for anybody else. So you got to stop trying to bring everybody where only you are meant to go. See, this is why Jesus had to push everybody out the room. When Jairus came and told Jesus that his daughter was dying and he needed her, he needed him to heal her, people were like, there's no point in you calling the teacher here anymore because your daughter is dead. Why bother the teacher anymore? And Jesus overheard that and Jesus said, don't be afraid, just believe. See, that's why God had to remove you and get you by yourself. Because when you was around the outside noise, you were afraid. You just needed to be by yourself so you can just hear his voice. So you can quiet the outside noise and just hear, hear that still small voice say, don't be afraid. Just believe. And I'm going to continue on with the story because once Jesus put everybody out, the only people that were in the room were the father, the mother, Jesus, and his disciples. See, Jesus only brought people in the room who believed. Once he did that, he went to the child, took her by the hand, and said to her, 
Little girl, I say to you, get up. That's a message for somebody. It's time for you to get up. But you can only get up if you go to God. If you have that special time with God. If you push out the outside distractions and set a time to be intimate with the Father. So this is your reminder to position yourself in front of God. Set aside some time so that you can be intimate with him, so that you can build on your relationship, so that he can reveal himself to you. Seek him, and you will find the abundance that he has destined for your life. So, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in with the girl. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the plus sign in the corner of the screen so that you can be notified when new episodes arrive. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you drop a comment rate review below and also follow my inspirational blog on Instagram at BNB Podcast 2 underscores. Thanks again for tuning in and I will talk to you in the next episode.